Black Sash's case on the Sasa payments will be heard at the Constitutional Court. And to help us make sense of all of this and what could possibly come out of that court hearing today, we join on the line by Senior Lecturer in Public Law at the University of Cape Town, Dr. Kathy Powell. Nice speaking to you again, Dr. Powell. Thank you. Morning, Sakina. Dr. Powell, so all of this is happening against a backdrop of um, Social Development Minister Batabile Dlamini emphasizing that the grants will be paid on the 1st of um, April. And Mm -hmm. then you have the Treasury uh, coming out and uh, making it very clear that this is not about the money. The money is there. Um, uh, What their point of contention is around this is that um, the the contract, uh, that relationship between Sasa and CPS, and they need court approval to go ahead. And then as if you needed any more spice, you have CPS CEO uh, Serge Ballamont coming out yesterday and saying, if that contract is not put in place by today, then there's no guarantee of these payments taking place on the 1st. So where does the court start in, you know, looking at what is being presented to it? The court is trying to clean up after a lot of other people's messes. It uh, should never have been put in this position in the first place. When it initially invalidated the contract, it set up a very uh, imaginative, carefully crafted remedy to make sure that this would not happen. So when in 24 it said the contract is invalid, it said we're going to let it keep going while the ministry runs a tender process and finds a new person. Now, the ministry claimed that they ran a tender process and they didn't find anyone suitable. Now, that, that's already a, a suspect claim because it also claimed to run a tender process when it appointed CPS, and the court declared that that wasn't a competitive process. It was, it was staged, in effect. So what the ministry has done is simply to hang on to, to CPS on an invalid contract, uh, in, in 2015 of November, they told the court, no, we're not going to choose a new part, a new uh, supplier of a, to carry out these grants. We're going to do it ourselves. Now, according to the papers that they finally filed yesterday, uh, the ministry knew, or certainly the department uh, knew, from April 2016 that they weren't going to make it. And they just did nothing. Um, According to that same affidavit, the minister herself only discovered in October, which is itself shameful. She should have been informed immediately or she should have been checking in. Um, so what the situation you've got is there is a contract that's already invalid, and the ministry is now asking to basically extend that invalid contract without a competitive process of tender. Um, and that is not allowed by Section 217 of the Constitution. And the Treasury, therefore, cannot approve it. They, they, they say, firstly, there's no contract to pay out on. And secondly, by law, we can't approve that one. Mm-hmm. Now, there is, a, there is an exception um, that, that the Treasury may, on very rare occasions, uh, allow a deviation from the normal tender proceedings in cases of emergency or if there's only one supplier. But, of course, this emergency was self-created. In fact, the, the suspicion is that it was an emergency created so the CPS could simply stay on the books. Uh, because there was too much. If, if the minister cannot claim she didn't know. She had an obligation to know, and she had about 100 reminders every day for the past year. The DA has been talking about it. Other organizations have stepped in. CPS itself wrote to her. She knew. So uh-huh. um, what you've got is the court is, in effect, being asked to 
do the social development ministry's work, which is highly unusual. So it's got to find a way to get those people paid. But it has said in 2014 already, CPF can't profit by this. Mm. And just looking at what Black Sash um, will be asking the court to do today. So they um, want uh, the court, uh, the, the reinstatement of the court's oversight role in yes. this matter. But they yes. also argue that the court is entitled to impose contractual conditions with regard to this new contract between Sasa and CPS, which is interesting in itself because then yes. immediately, you know, um, the one that jumps out at you is the separate of powers and and, mm-hmm. and 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 how far does the court actually extend itself in this regard indeed um, it's a very tricky balance and it's ironic that the government is very fond of accusing the court of overreaching itself of, of um, in fact in this case also it's making an argument that the government should that the court should not have any say over the actual contract because that would be an intrusion into separation of powers. But the government has put the court into the position where it actually has to run this thing. Um, so it, it would be a very, very unique remedy for the court to actually retain some say over the actual contractual terms. Um, but it may be that this is necessary um, firstly, because the first court order has clearly been flouted. So they set up a very good system last time, and the ministry simply ignored it. So this time they not only have to come up with a very um, imaginative, creative solution, but they've actually got to watch to see that it gets done. Mm. So the, the, the separation of powers problem is one that the, that the, the ministry has, has created and now drops in the, in the court lap. That it's a really difficult situation for the court to deal with. And also, you know, um, how is the court likely to react, to respond, if at all, to uh, the CPS CEO Serge Bellamont now issuing a warning that the contract between CPS and SASA, if not signed today, uh, may lead to a situation where grants may not be paid out on the 1st of April? I'm not sure to the extent of the extent to which uh, the court can order CPS, which is not a party to these proceedings as far as I'm aware, um, to, to do something. Um, that, in other words, not only to, to sign a particular contract, I think the court can make that at least, can make that an order of court, but to actually ensure that it starts working, that it, that it speeds up its processes. The court could make... It could say something.